0: everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, jumping right into it, there is quite a bit to, to discuss to talk about, and I will start by saying that the Mets have their first big challenge. You know, we have been singing their praises early in the season, discussing how they've been off to such a good start, you know, one of the best teams in baseball and everything. But now the injuries, the injury bug has hit them and they are Faced with their toughest test so far. Max Scherzer is out six to eight weeks now due to an oblique strain. He had an MRI. The news is not great whatsoever. The team announced this on Thursday. A moderate to high-grade internal oblique strain. And he's going to be placed on the injured list alongside Jacob deGrom, who's already there. And Tyler McGill is also on the injured list. That's three. Their three best starters are on the I.L. right now. That's a brutal blow for the Mets. Who are currently twenty-five and fourteen, and hold a six-game lead over the second-place Phillies in the NL East. And you know, Scherzer pulled himself out of a game when he felt some tightness when he was pitching the other day, and that that that's 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 rough. I don't know how else to say it. The Mets shelled out a lot of money to get this guy, and they gave him the highest annual salary in baseball history to do so forty-three point three three million dollars a year, and The Mets are now going to rely on Chris Bassett and Carlos Carrasco. Those guys are going to be in front of their rotation. Tyjuan Walker and then David Peterson. But this is where they're really going to be tested. Obviously, getting off to a good start helps them because they have, you know, they have some wiggle room to operate. But this is going to be tough. You know, a lot of teams are going to be coming for them and try to take advantage of the fact that they're down now. They're not going to have to face Max Scherzer in a series. They're not going to have to face Jacob DeGrom, who hasn't even pitched at all. I mean, speaking of the Grom, he's still not close. He's still not close. He had an MRI recently, which revealed continued healing, but there's no clear timetable for his return. He's yet to pitch this season, and he's dealing with a stress reaction in his right scapula. But uh, there, there's there been no setback, but at the same time, we don't know when we're going to see him on the mound again. So, big test. The first big test for the Mets has has arrived. It's here right now. They're going to have to... We have to figure a way to win games, but we'll see. Maybe we'll check back with them in about two or three weeks and see if they're able to keep things going. Let's head out to Boston where there was a big performance by Trevor Story. Let's call it the Trevor Story game. So Trevor Story has broken out. He had a very rough start to the season, and now he's, he's put that behind him. He had a three homer game, four hits, seven RBIs, and a steal all on Thursday night, four for four with five runs scored. This is on Thursday night against the Seattle Mariners. And Trevor's story has woken up because coming into this game, a lot of Red Sox fans are asking questions as to what did they get themselves into signing this guy to a six-year $140 million deal. But he showed exactly why the Red Sox front office went out and got this guy and led the Red Sox to a big win over the Mariners. You know, early in the season, it's funny how someone's numbers can change in one night. You know, he went from having, you know, pretty bad numbers on the year, and then now his numbers are a lot better. He's got seven thirty OPS now, and he's trending in the right direction. But, you know, over the past few weeks, Story has been hitting a lot better, and the Red Sox need that. The Red Sox have been playing a lot better over the past few weeks, coincidentally. You know, much of the reason why they struggled in the beginning is because outside of Devers and Bogarts, nobody was hitting. But now you're starting to see Story hit more. You're starting to see um, J.D. Martinez has been hitting too. You know, other guys are, are picking up the slack and it's reflecting and they're winning more games. And who knows? They might find their way back in this thing. Interesting development coming out of St. Louis. So the Cardinals are promoting two of their top prospects, Nolan Gorman and Matthew Libertor. So Nolan Gorman is their number two prospect. He's a left-handed hitting power bat. That's what you're getting with this guy. And he's going to be making his way up to the big leagues, drafted out of high school by the Cardinals in 2018. He's been crushing the ball in AAA. He strikes out quite a bit, though. He's got a 30% strikeout rate, so that is a bit of a concern. But, you know, they started transitioning him from third base to second base last season once they got Nolan Arenado. So he's gonna he's, he's going to be playing probably some second base, And maybe a little bit of DH, but some second base for the Cardinals because obviously Arenado is is penciled in there at third base. You know, some Tommy Edmond action at shortstop is what we might see. But they'll find some at-bats for him in the early going and see if he he can translate some of that power into the big league lineup. Matthew Libertor was drafted by Tampa Bay three picks before Nolan Gorman. So... He came over to the Cardinals as part of the Randy Rosarena trade, actually. So he's a 6'4 lefty. He checks in as the team's number three prospect. And he has a 399 ERA at AAA since the start of the 2021 season. But, you know, with him, left-handed pitcher, it's interesting because these two prospects are arriving at the major leagues together. But it's interesting because they have been friends since age five when they met playing on the same neighborhood coach pitch team. They were teammates on travel, travel ball teams and, you know, became even roommates of the minor leagues. And now they're going to Pittsburgh to make their major league debut for the Cardinals in the same organization. So these guys have been joined at the hip ever since they were five years old. They're going to continue to be so as professionals, which is really cool. But, you know, the future is now for the Cardinals. They made this announcement following their loss to the Mets on Thursday. And Gorman will join the team on Friday. He'll start at second base. Against the Pirates, and then Libertor will start on Saturday, and then we'll see. Tyler O'Neill, you know he he you know the outfielder, he is on the injured list, so there will be some at bats to be had and starts to be made. In other news, there is an ace out in the desert in in Arizona that we're not talking about. His name is Zach Gallon. Okay, so when when the D-backs need a win, they can they can hand the ball to Zach Gallant and they can get out of the way. So the D-backs were coming off a series where they were swept in four games over three days at Dodger Stadium, which pushed their losing streak to six. And someone had to put a stop to it. They determined, or I guess Zach Gallant determined it would be him. And he came out as the winning pitcher in the D-backs 3-1 victory over the Cubs in Chicago. And now Gallant has a 1.14 ERA through seven starts. That is the second best mark in franchise history through seven starts. Zach Gallen has always been good. You know, we, we first saw him when he came up as a Miami Marlin, and then he was traded just after his rookie year in that Jazz Chisholm deal. I would say both, both deals have worked out for each team. You know, the D-backs have been happy with the return, and the Marlins have been happy with, with the return. They just needed different things. The Marlins had a lot of good pitching already, and they needed, you know, a shortstop, and, and, and they got their guy. And the D-backs needed good pitching, and they got their guy. But keep your eye on Zach Gallon. This is a this is a guy who's going to be in the all-star team if he keeps it up. He's off to a very good start. And not getting a lot of love because he or not, not getting enough love, I would say, because he plays for you know, a, a mediocre team. But this is somebody who definitely needs that recognition. So you got some prospects on the way to the big leagues. Got some got an ace out in Arizona. You got Trevor Story turning things around. The Mets faced with their first big test of the year, but Those are our updates for now as we head into the weekend. Great weekend series on tap. Enjoy them. Hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please share it to someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.